0: Welcome back to the Pints of Peterborough podcast. We are probably in episode 16 or 17. One of these days, I'll actually get it. And we are being hosted generously by McThirsty's. Remember remember to stop in and check out their 5.99 menu all day, every day. And we are trying out their Cracked Canoe, which is a nice, light, refreshing drink for this new spring weather. Right on. I'm here with Nancy Nickel of Birchview Design, who has recently stepped out on her own, and it's is killing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been fun.
0: So thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you. And you're heading to Aruba in like a day.
1: Yes. <laughs> I can hardly wait. It's so going to be fabulous.
0: Caught you at the last minute here. Yep. And before we started recording, you were telling me about bone structure style building.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm working with a couple of new clients, and... Uh, uh, project it's a style of project I've never worked on before so it's really exciting Um, the company is called bone structure they're out of Laval and um, steel and glass uh, absolutely stunning really really modern but lots of like they've got styles that are conducive like for any kind of lifestyle but just fabulous such a new take on what I've been working on in the past
0: so to describe your work you take you're like a you're an interior designer in the sense that an architect comes to you and and you help with finishes
1: yes yeah usually it would be the client rather than the architect but we usually work together and we're uh we collaborate on a lot of different things so it's uh it's cool that way but it usually comes from the client they want to make it fabulous on the inside and the outside and uh, so i'll help them with that
0: okay yeah and and you you design cottage styles, uh, new builds.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. Renovations. uh, Actually, you know, people who are just looking for freshening up their home, that sort of thing, I can help them with that too.
0: Right on. Mm -hmm. So a full range of services. Absolutely. Coming out of Birchview Design and Nancy Nickel. Yeehaw. Yeah. (laughs) We met, um, actually, don't really fully remember how we met. I think we met through another business, uh, Mutual Acquaintance, and then... I helped you with your website.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. which is awesome, by the way. Thank you very much. So many compliments on it.
0: Yep, really, little, little seriously. Shameless <laughs> plugging in there. Always <laughs> yeah, honestly,
1: <helps>. though, it's <laughs> I can't, I couldn't, I never realized how important it was to have an awesome website because everyone has checked it out before they've even called me or met me, and they're sizing me up based on that. They really are. So. Mm-hmm it's worth it and it's so cool and you've
0: done a really good job of making sure that everything every detail of it is high quality from the photos all the way through to the copy and just yeah
1: well yeah thank you yeah bringing (laughs) all that together
0: so let's get into some uh, some beer for Mm -hmm. one Uh, again courtesy of Mm McThirsty's and let's go back to a time when in your history you were thinking like is this is this something that you've always had in the back of your mind that you were going to start your own design firm like this? Or was it like a uh. spur-of-the-moment thing? <laughs> how, did, how did this come about?
1: You know what? It's funny because it, it was always going to be in some sort of design. And it, it it evolved over the years. Originally, I mean, years ago it was fashion, but I was always interested in textiles and color and... Architecture was huge for me. Just I was awed. I'd, I'd see buildings in different cities, and I just want to look at all the details and whatnot, which is really kind of a stretch from fashion. But it all tied together. It really does. And then I got right away from the fashion aspect, and I got right into the um, interior design and that sort of thing. And it's just I just love it. It just it it's fun.
0: Were you like this as a kid?
1: Um, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, actually, it's interesting. I was. Um, Always coming up with, you know, putting makeup on my friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> colors were important the eyeshadow and this and that sort of yeah. thing. But I also made Barbie clothes for my friends. Really? I, I sewed, I started sewing when I was about nine. So, I was, and textile, and then I was dyeing text silks and that sort of thing. Oh, wow. And then I was making drapery and bedding and that sort so of thing. for all fairy. For Barbies. Well, oh no, no, it was only Barbie clothes. <laughs> and then I was making, um, instru- uh, um, cases, fabric cases for instruments like flutes and that sort of thing. It oh, was really, really weird, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then so you were a
0: quirky kid, like. yeah.
1: Very. And when yeah, all the kids were saying, "Come on, we're gonna go to the dance," and I'm like, "Okay, no, I've got to, I got to make a satin top, and then I've got it, you know, for me, and then something for you guys, and then from there, I'm gonna, you know, do your makeup." And so it was always about color and texture and. You know, and I always had something in the washing machine that it was going to be tie-dyed, and uh, you know, and it was going to turn into some pillows and that. And that was—I was about 13 when I was doing that. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. My mom hated it. You know, it was <laughs> <Really>? always like <laughs> it was like blue dye was always oh, okay. in the washing yeah, that machine. Makes you know. Sense that she would hate yeah. That, but I probably should have done a bleach load after that. Right. But yeah. No. So no, I didn't. Yeah. That's
0: that's funny that you have that that we have that in common. When I was. I don't know what age I was, maybe grade six or seven.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
0: actually also into sewing like clothing for, really for like beanie babies.
1: Oh that is so cool. <laughs>
0: made tearaways for like a beanie baby lion.
1: Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> With the, like
0: the tiny baby buttons you can get That's
1: fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just
0: into small things I yeah. liked to kind of Creative sew. I remember bringing I didn't know that that was something that a male would would even be embarrassed about Mm -hmm. and it only occurred to me when I brought my tearaways that I had made, these tiny tearaways for like a a Beanie Baby I brought them in for like I don't even know if you do show and tell in grade 6 but it was the equivalent of that it's like show a project that you've been working on and I brought it in and like everybody in the class loved it and nobody made fun of me and then my teacher came up to me after and this is where I realized that he thought I would be embarrassed by them because he goes, you know Ryan, like some of the some of the most uh well-known and successful seamstresses in the world are men and like everything that you're doing right here I just want to make sure that you're like secure in it and you feel good about it I was just like I, I was that was one of my first moments as a kid of being like this guy's trying to protect me but he doesn't realize that I'm not embarrassed whatsoever yeah
1: oh isn't that awesome <laughs> very yeah. nice of yeah. him though yeah. to like yeah to,
0: kind of check in with me and just see
1: that, like, no one
0: was going to tease me about it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: wow. So do you sew still now? I do,
0: yeah. Yeah. See, I I haven't done
1: it in a while.
0: I don't sew, per se, as far as, like, being productive with it and making my own tops or anything like that. But if there's something to be stitched or repaired or anything like that, I'm the one in my house that does it. Like cool. Leah isn't... As into it as, as I am, in the sense that, like, she doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. So she won't do as good a job. Right. Whereas, like, Oh,
1: that's a good thing. Yeah, that old, oh, I, I couldn't do it as well as you could. So,
0: right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, totally. you know, like, oh. I'll just and let she, you do it. She does it. that with the dishes, too. She's like, Yeah, yeah. I will oh, do as just... good a job on the dishes. You yeah.
1: might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I kind of live that life a little bit myself, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you do it so well. I'm just going to let you go ahead and do that. So. Is that yeah.
0: like, is there something that you do that?
1: Uh, well, okay, my husband with painting, and he shouldn't paint ever, so I get to do the painting job, but he usually says things like, "Well I know you like doing it so I'm, yeah. I mean why would I do it when I know you like it so yeah. right, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right Uh hmm so what what got you into um, doing the webs so, like that creative that that's uh,
0: so that story comes down to. It comes down to a couple like false, uh, false perceptions that I had uh, about myself early on because I, I learned web design in like introductory web design in school. I was going to school for illustration. Okay. And the style of web design they were teaching us was uh, it's like you take a Photoshop file, you chop it up, and then you use Dreamweaver to code the functionality into it, which from a actual web design standpoint and from standards like is the worst way you could build a website it's
1: slow to load
0: (laughs) like once you start researching it it's like a horrible thing to teach kids and shame on you Sheridan for doing (laughs) it (laughs) that way but it's better than nothing and it's it's a quick way to learn yeah but I hated it like I didn't enjoy that process at all and eventually like I, I left web design alone for three or four years I just didn't touch it and then uh, I got put in a position where I was doing graphic design for somebody, and they needed a website, and they oh. were willing to pay me for it. Yeah. So they essentially paid me to learn web design, which is Great. an awesome position to be in.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's that's how I started, and that was six, seven years ago. I just I right. started learning my uh, teaching myself how to do it just through YouTube videos and whatnot, and the incentive of like hundreds of dollars at the end of it if I get it right was yeah. enough to drive that. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. And
0: I, I found that I really enjoyed it too, which is a bonus.
1: Yeah. And you can be at home, you know, and do yeah. things you want to do and have some flexibility yeah. in your life and yeah, stuff. Those are so. some
0: benefits that you are also now yes! enjoying. Yes, so how it's... are you finding freelancing for the first time?
1: Well, you know what? It's awesome. Um, I don't mind like so many there's so many nights that I'll work late only because I want to. Um, it's on my time, and and then if I want to leave early on a certain day, I can. But it's just I love that flexibility. I just think it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great that it suits you too. Yeah. Because I remember I, like our first conversation. You did ask me like, so how do you find freelancing and managing your own time? And right? I think I said something to the effect of. It's awesome, but only, like, it took me three years to figure out how to make it work for me.
1: Right, yeah, Yeah. I used to
0: sit there nine to five and just, like, not be very productive, and now it's like, if I don't do anything until 2 p.m. and then work till 9 p.m. and it feels way better.
1: Right, Because I'm like,
0: those are the hours that I can get into the zone. Yeah. That's how I do it.
1: Yeah, and and that was something I had to get over, too, because I thought, nope, these are my hours, and it's going to happen now, and... Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but it always you always get the job done in the end yeah, because you have to. yeah, I, I don't mind working late like sometimes and you know, at Sunday afternoon if it's bad outside and no plans, then yeah. I'll put 3 hours in then too and it's it's great. It's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I get to work with clients that I want to work with and you know, they're so varied and but they're all great and yeah. I just I just love that I've got that that ability to to choose the people I want to work with and that sort of thing and I just love it. So, yeah.
0: Here's a hard question.
1: Okay. How
0: do you say no to clients when you don't want to work with them?
1: Usually I mean, and it doesn't happen often cuz you don't you know, I don't really like to say no, mm-hmm.
0: but well, sometimes um, you have to. Sometimes right it yes. just it's um, your instincts are screaming at you this isn't a good fit.
1: Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm just trying to think now like when it has happened I've said oh gosh I don't know I'm trying to think now of a certain situation where it's like you know what maybe why don't I give you some ideas and it, it, you know it seems like you might be better doing this you sound you know you seem like someone who would like to do it on your own and Mm -hmm. I can help you a little bit get you started um I haven't ever outright said I won't work with you um but there have been times too where I'm working on so much and if they want something right away, I would have to say I unfortunately I, I'm not able to accommodate that. Yeah. And um, you know, if they if they go somewhere else or whatever, I can understand that, but it's probably for a good reason. Yeah. But it, it's real it is really rare. It's interesting. The people that I am working with and I do work with, they've they've called me for a reason so either it's usually a referral so they all already know how I work that kind of thing so it's usually working out usually works out pretty well yeah Yeah. so yeah
0: and you also have a very happy demeanor I mean (laughs) your your website says all things are to be enjoyed yes as the first title that you see right under the branding and the navigation and I think that you embody that really well and take that right into business too and yep you're a joy to talk to and I think that comes oh, across thanks. nicely <laughs> networking right so <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: well, no that's really cool but, but you've yeah. you've
0: mentioned that I was asking I don't know if uh, if this is something that has bled into the podcast earlier on I have terrible memory but mm-hmm. your networking has been doing really well for you
1: yes yes definitely
0: everywhere I go lunch and learns for the chamber I see you you're, you're just everywhere you're, yep. you're ubiquitous in the mm-hmm. sense that like <laughs> you're just really taking this on Do you have any? Are you are you that way by default? Do you think, or is this a new approach for you to be that networky? Or I'm generally
1: pretty networky anyway, Um, and it's interesting. And it could be networking for so many different reasons. For example, just having a, a girls group in Peterborough after moving from Toronto. Well, a few years ago now, but getting groups of people together and the girls networking group sure i'd I'd love to support if they're in a business and and if it's a service i need i would absolutely go to them i have a Mm -hmm. loyalty that way Uh, but it's also great for everyone so that you 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 know you're going to get together once a month and and have a fun night with a bunch of girls but also the other networking for business it's I just think it's something that should be done, but I really enjoy it because I love getting to know new people and uh, finding out all about them and mm. you know commonalities that we have. It's yeah. I just find that really cool.
0: Well, we're both from the beaches. Yes, <laughs> or the beach. The beach. Now, right? are they calling it the
1: beach then? Yeah. Well, no. Or was this it will be. The beach? This is. This will be a debate till the end of time. <laughs> Honestly, I it's it. my mum called it the beach and her friends, some called it the beach, but I never really heard it called the beaches until later. And then people I grew up with said, no, it was always the beaches, like beaches lacrosse yeah. or this. I'm like, no, it's it's the beach. I don't know. So, so it's you
0: a, You feel better about calling it the beach.
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh okay. I could never call it the other. I'd, I'd be a traitor, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I get to ask you a question that yes. so many people ask me. Why did you move to Peterborough?
1: Well, my husband was from Peterborough. And That's a good answer. Yeah. I, he wanted, he, okay, he grew up in Don Mills and he did not like living in the beach. It was too crowded. What? I know. I, I, I guess he would have preferred to get in his car and drive wherever he wanted to go in Don Mills yeah. and than walk anywhere. I don't know. But, or get on a bike or anything. But uh, you know what? He just didn't like the fact that you couldn't, You could. it was hard to park your car anywhere. Um, it, it was just busy getting around. Yeah. Um, so he got me talked into um, into going, he said, well, let's, let's at some other areas and he said Coburg, peterborough or barry and i said well i've never heard of peterborough so let's give it a try <laughs> yes <laughs> and let's get on our bikes and ride around and look at some open houses and he said oh no it's a little bigger than that it's not just it's not at all <laughs> so i've loved i love it here i love peterborough
0: and those first uh bike rides did you kind of just did you did you bike ride or no? Did you get he said you're going to
1: need a car to look yeah, at open houses. It's gotcha. a little bit bigger than that, but uh, no. I mean, you know, moving here, I just, I just, I was really scared to move here because I've got so many friends in Toronto who I see all the time. Still, yeah, it's not still like they went there. away. Yeah, and um, yeah,
0: we're heading into Toronto tomorrow, so like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah you don't lose those friends. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so, but you know what? Then moving here, I just thought it was going to be really small and uneventful and it's just there's so much going on here. I just love it. Like the bike trails for sure. Uh, cross yeah, country skiing really close by.
0: The biking's just I think I caught it.
1: Yeah, you got it oh, got the bug. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fly buzzing around we're trying to kill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but restaurants here, speaking of that, McThirsty's. But mm-hmm. uh the restaurants and the culture here—that's here now. It wasn't here when I moved here, but it is now, and it's just fabulous. It's just great.
0: So, what uh, specific little subcultures have you seen really bloom in the?
1: Oh, food, food for sure. Nice. Yeah, you were
0: saying uh, canoe and paddle has some of the best food you've ever.
1: Oh, had. It, oh my gosh, their food. You know where else is awesome, and I mean really awesome, is Gertie's. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I guess I never really noticed it before because we always would go in Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock and have a beer or two or whatever. But I've been there for dinner in the last, say, month, twice, mm-hmm. and had food that was the best I've ever had. It was so good. Do you
0: remember what you had?
1: Yes. I had, uh, and it was this week, I had um, trout, and it had like 19 kinds of fresh vegetables on it. It was wow. so. It was so good. It was so good. I'm not kidding. And then the last time, um, it was a, a pasta dish, but it, a, like a pesto or something. But it was just so. It was so tasty. It was so fabulous. Really, for real, it was just so good. Yeah. So I mean, having restaurants like that around here are great. Yeah. I mean, even here, McThirsty's, they've got really good pub fare.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I they mean, they sponsor the Peterborough Ultimate League, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, there's a guy over there I know (laughs) and yeah they they have like excellent deals their poutine is really awesome at McThirsty's here and like we've had nachos here we were here for St. Paddy's Day they had the green beer flowing
1: yeah yeah (laughs) right oh
0: and some Irish music going it was a lot of fun very
1: cool yeah and the one thing I love about this place is and I guess this is going back from the design point of view is just when they redid this bar over on the other side with the exposed brick and I mean, this building's been here a long time, mm-hmm. so they've given a real nod to it. And a lot of places in town have done that, where they've just taken it back. They haven't yeah. just tried to drywall it to death, yeah. you know. So they've got some of the original features that are here, and it just, it just is cool. It's I think it's just it's great that they've done that.
0: The details that your yeah. eyes see. Oh yeah, now oh, I brick oh, envy. I live. I, I, <laughs> I'm not
1: kidding. I do. I love. That. I just have this thing about it. And would yeah.
0: So. Okay, so playing on that uh, that theme, mm-hmm. how would you see the development of the Peterborough downtown continuing, like into the future? What should people expect out of? Uh...
1: I would say, um, you know, it would be it would be really cool if we, I mean we've got so many independent shops and whatnot. Yeah. I'd love to see more of that. Um, I like the fact that you can. Bike here from all over, and it most of it's on a trail, and then all of a sudden you're downtown. You yeah. know, I mean, that that's and so many trails lead to downtown. Um, I love that aspect of it. Um, I like the aspect, and I'd like to see more of you know, boulevards and, and cafes and, and stuff spilling out onto the street. And well, stuff.
0: Peterborough's just received or been approved for a $300,000. I don't know what you would call it, funding for oh, yeah. bike lanes.
1: Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you're
0: going to get a lot more bikes, uh, bikeability downtown, which it yeah. already is. I mean, yeah. the, the roads are a bit narrow, so I'm, I'm not sure how they're going to handle that, whether yeah. they going to build into the sidewalk, like on mm-hmm. water.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but yeah, a little bit yeah. of happy news. I was joking around how like, three hundred thousand dollars is that just three hundred thousand dollars of spray paint so you can do like the yeah. line yeah. like yeah. the yeah. bike logos <laughs> what are they gonna do for
1: that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't sound like a lot but no yeah oh you know what another thing is that's really cool and i know you see it in other cities and whatnot but just the river running through this the city True. i think that's so cool yeah you know you can look over a bridge anywhere in almost, and and you look in the rushing river, especially right now at this time of year. Yeah. Uh, the other thing down here is uh, culture, really good cultural, uh, like music. We've got a lot of really yeah. good musicians in town and artists and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just love that stuff. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, we've got festivals all the time. I There's know. a craft beer festival coming I know, up. Yeah, uh, June was a Friday and Saturday in June. I don't know whether it's the 11th, 12th, the 12th, 13th, or something like that. Yeah. But like, yeah, they're going down to the Silver Bean Cafe right along the water. Yeah. Going to be like dozens of craft beer really? tents going I'll have up. have to get and,
1: down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: I was just in Publican House uh, yesterday for a young professional group uh, chamber event, and they were talking about being there. I'm this not invited year. to that.
1: Just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> <to us. laughs> You're totally I think you have to be a certain age, but I don't know. Oh, that's another thing. I mean, the the. Uh, the microbreweries. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all it, it is all so cool, and I, I it makes me really proud. Yeah. You know,
0: totally. There's a lot of Peterborough pride going on that way, I'd say.
1: Mm-hmm. And they say that um, quite often. It's I'm not really sure the connection, but it seems to be like Kingston, where it's where you've got a university. Um, then when you bring in the diversity of like the, the, the cultural food and whatnot mm-hmm. and the and these micro breweries, they yeah. cater to them, but they ca- those things cater to everybody.
0: Yeah, so totally. if it's,
1: uh you know, big big high five to Trent and Sir Sanford if, uh, Absolutely. if that's the reason that we're getting all this and we've got it all now, but it's it just makes me so proud. It's just like, I love Kingston too, but for the same reasons, you know. But uh, Peterborough's beautiful. Love yeah. it. Oh, and a uh, parks. It's closer
0: to Toronto and yeah, it's nice. That yeah, because Kingston yeah. is a bit of a stretch. Like it sure we were is. looking in Kingston too, and uh, we drove out there a couple times, and we were just like, "Wow, it's still a few hours." <laughs> yeah, it is. it's kind of far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it sure is.
1: Oh, and another thing, um, having all the water near us, um, I'm going to be getting a stand-up paddle board oh, from nice. down the street, right and. Uh, You know, we don't have a cottage or anything like that, but we'll take it up to a good spot for us is Mississauga Lake. I love it there because it's rock, rock based getting in. I don't like weeds.
0: Yeah, and
1: I don't like yicky bottom water. Nobody does. No, (laughs) yeah. Um, But there's a spot, there's like a a boat launch up on Mississauga Lake and we love going up there. And um, so that's another thing.
0: I think, so is that, uh, are we talking like just a bit north of, Flinch
1: Flynn's Corners.
0: Okay, So yeah, you drive can...
1: up the Buckhorn Road and uh, turn right on Flynn's Corners and it's the Mississauga Dam Road.
0: That's so crazy. Yeah. Your cottage is there or? No,
1: no, we don't have a cottage. It's, uh,
0: that's just a good launching just point? Just a
1: launch point. There's like
0: that bridge or something?
1: It's uh, just rock and there's a dock there uh, with lots of dock spiders and <laughs> I found that out. Um, but we sit on the rock and you can bring your little picnic and your stand-up paddleboard and right on. go out and do that. It's really neat. This it is really Saga is. This
0: Saga Road. So is that just past that little uh, winery? It's yeah. Like, okay.
1: Oh, there, oh my God. Speaking of that, so we stopped in there on the way back one day and I, I don't know the fella's name in there, the owner. but. Yeah. He's like, try this, try this, try this, try this. And I'm like, wow. It's, we ended up leaving with seven bottles of wine, something like that, all different and really. Yeah, like pear really wine, un- cherry
0: wine. Yeah, like, like it was
1: all kind of fruit wines. And, you know, some of them I would put in a, like a sangria or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, and award winning wines too. Yeah. You know, so, it, yeah, he was fabulous. Like, okay, I'm going gonna—I'm not the driver, so... Yeah. <laughs> the driver's not having any more. Yeah. You know, so. I
0: was the driver that day, and yeah. I had to tap out after, like, two samples. Yeah. Was like, this stuff's strong.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Get a little but, head yeah. buzz. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, though. Oh, yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. And
0: not too sweet. Like, you expect uh, a winery that's doing all those different fruit wines to be, like, obnoxiously sweet.
1: I and know, and it's not. It's, like, really true to the fruit. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where um, you might like for me with a sangria or something you want to order, have a little bit of a juice in it too just to yeah. give it a little bit like the raspberry i think was one i had i love raspberries but it was almost bitter so you want to add a little something you know even if it's orange slices or something yeah, like that Yeah, just anything yeah. in there yeah it's yeah. freshen we it up we're getting yeah. that
0: season too summer's coming on and oh the yeah sangria season's back Yeehaw. i yeah. haven't uh we haven't made our first batch yet but i i don't imagine it'll be too much longer before the sangria is flowing in our oh house. right
1: oh right oh <laughs> you know what makes good sangria is uh spankies it's really yeah they're okay. really
0: good
1: usually only on fridays really that's,
0: Friday that's afternoon. that's a good local bit of uh knowledge for sure yeah
1: yeah spanky
0: mm-hmm. sangrias on fridays
1: yeah and the best music in town you think so yeah well i yeah i definitely think so Yeah, the guy, Johnny, who does the music there, he's probably—I'm gonna guess—he's about thirty-six, but he pulls songs that I listened to, that that were my mom's favorite. Oh, right on! And I'm like, what? Like Brazil '66 and like crazy old old stuff and like fun fun party music. Yeah. it's a blast from my past. And I'm thinking, how do you know this? And uh, yeah, he's fabulous. So I love going in there and the music's loud and it's great. And, you know, then I go home by 7.30. <laughs> yeah,
0: same. I a, <laughs> have a great time uh, and yeah, then go home head, I'm all about the early, like, <laughs> yeah. early, early departure. Like an yeah. Irish goodbye where you don't even say bye to your friends. You just, yeah. like, just yeah. disappear. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a big group, you just vanish.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you sneak out. And they have a ping pong table there, too, which is... I played ping pong the other night there.
0: Is that... So the ping pong table Is that in the back somewhere I've never seen it's,
1: it It's uh, on the side patio The the enclosed in So
0: it's like outside In that Yeah uh, it's
1: heated really? Like it never used to be But it's heated now And I love playing in there Because You use everything As your As your backboard Right Like you know everything So it's Every time we take a shot, it's like still good. Yeah, you know, as long as it
0: hasn't hit the ground yet. Yeah, it's all over the place, and it's
1: fun, and you have a good time, and bouncing off of
0: pint glasses. It's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah?
1: the table, the chair, the back wall, the ceiling. You know, the bar, and yeah, really a lot of fun. That
0: sounds like uh, a good motto for your business card or something. Like just really a lot of fun, just everything you do. Mm
1: -hmm. mm -hmm. And going back to that, uh, you know, all things are meant to be enjoyed. I I live by that for sure and you know especially in decorating I've gone into people's houses and I always wonder like who are who are they decorating for like I see candles that have never been lit and you know and just different things pillows you can't touch and and you you shouldn't really sit on that sofa and I think what is that you know you want to jump in there put your feet up and really enjoy stuff you know and yeah I don't know I don't get that other thing Or that formal rooms and I mean people love that kind of thing Some sure. do But that's, it's just not me
0: And I would also say That it's not most people Even the people who are decorating that way Like, yeah. I would argue that they could be a lot happier yeah. I'm just going to straight up say like, <laughs> I know what their happiness is And I know it's going to be more so If they yeah. enjoy their shit Yeah <laughs>
1: absolutely Yeah I know It's just I don't know Why would you, why would you have that? Why would you have a room like that if you can't, uh, if you can't get in there? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is when you can tell a story. Like yeah. this pillow, this pillow fabric was, I don't know, I found it in Thai, this you know this stuff in Thailand or something, and I picked it up and I didn't know what I was going to do with it, and I brought it back and I made a pillow out of it. or Just cool. And then it just conjures up these memories, and then, you know, I don't know. I just think all of that stuff is really cool.
0: So the story aspect—that's a unique uh, perspective for how to like build a space.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I look at some people, and usually they're not happy with their space if they've gone to a store and thought, "Well, I just got to put it—you know—find all this stuff and just put it up without anything attached to it." You know, it's great to have neat pieces on the wall or whatever, even a throw or whatever, and say. You know what? We were out on this wine tour. Well, I've got one story. I, I was out on a wine tour in Prince Edward County, and a whole bunch of friends. And I went into this little shop in Picton or something like that. I can't remember what it was. And it was just a little, you know, a metal thing. It said "friends," but it meant a lot. And it was different from something you'd see in one of those kind of kitschy stores. Yeah. And I bought it because I knew that. On my dining room wall, every time I looked at it, it, would remind me of that day. Yeah, and that was really important to me. I just, you know, it, that's really key. And and when my friends are there, they oh, I remember when you bought that, blah blah blah. Totally. And, you know, and didn't tell Dave it cost twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that kind of stuff's really cool and really important. It's nice to have a connection to it. That's
0: that's something that I wouldn't have expected. Uh... To to be like in the consideration process of redesigning a room or creating yeah. a space is the the stories and the uh, the meaning behind things. I always thought it was just like, well, what colors do you like? Yeah, and like, exactly. How how do you respond to different uh, styles of of whatever furniture?
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: do you find that in the early stages of your business, uh, like when you're or of your process with somebody, a new client? Is there a lot of um, exploration there?
1: Oh, totally. It's, it's so important. I mean, the last thing you want to do is come up with a final plan and a client go, oh, I don't like that at all. Right. Like, it, really, it really needs to evolve to the point where I know so much about this client and knowing what they want and what they don't want that by the end result it's not a bad surprise for them and it's right on the money mm-hmm. and i really like to listen well the other day i was out and i saw two clients go, getting back to the bone structures um and i met with two brand new two sets of brand new clients and i spent three hours with the first set a certain first couple and then uh, two and a half hours with the second oh wow and we were all over the place to you know he loves making coffee and he's wants to buy this coffee machine and she pulled out textiles again from thailand and uh vietnam and
0: so where do you get to these these how do you dig into somebody like that
1: yeah like how do i get to meet them
0: yeah well or assuming they they contact you and then yeah. you come in for a meeting like how do you arrive at their passions well, How do you it's weird, you
1: know. It's it, it, well in the case of this one couple earlier this week. I mean, I just I fell in love with them only because I love passionate people. Yeah. And um, but they, I w- said, just you know, I started talking to them. You know, what what are things you like and don't like, and it just triggered things for them. And uh, you know, at any given point in the conversation, one of them was run had was running off to go somewhere and find something to show me, and. uh and the husband was, you know, making this coffee and he was describing this machine and and you know the fair trade coffee he loves and this over this and how he loves to decorate the top and he's a barista and it, that was really important to how they live in their home and how they entertain with their friends like all of this stuff really is key to to figuring out how to decorate it, even or even how to just design a kitchen for them, and um, because they need a lot, they need a lot of room for this coffee maker, Yeah, and because it annoying. costs five thousand dollars, <laughs> and course, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's so important, you know, and um, just other little things, you know, that they brought in or their heritage. The next couple I met on the same day. Um, she's Dutch, and it was so important to bring in that kind of Dutch modern. And this is what her mom used to do. And, and I would, I needed to incorporate some old pieces that were really Dutch modern. Like, so they totally will fit into. What
0: would Dutch modern? Is there something that you could just say that straight would straight lines, okay.
1: um, really functional and plain. Okay. And it, when I say that, because it's, it's really cool, uh, plain and meaning no. No curly things and no <laughs> no real cutouts or anything like that. It's not Heidi like, you know. Even though she wasn't Dutch, I know that. But um, you know, it's it's got a real uh, you know plain and coolness to it, so that you can tie it into anything else and it looks really great. Okay. You know, and then they've got the memories there and whatnot, and yeah, it's just it's just a really cool adventure to go along with them and just see. The, I mean the the first couple that I met that were really really passionate like they gave me a hug at the end of it I'd never met them before and I just <laughs> like you guys are you guys are awesome you know, really and it means a lot great. to me yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's and this is all like within how many months
1: since I launched the business, yeah. it's been—I'm um,
0: trying to guess—two, seven three? weeks. Wow! Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was busy from the first day I started, which was—I was really, I was really grateful for because it's a very scary venture to go out on your own, especially. You know, you, you just don't know. You think, is this gonna is this gonna work or is this not gonna work? And what am I doing? Am I crazy or should I just work for somebody and yeah
0: and, and have that guaranteed income? Yeah,
1: have that money coming in all the time. But I, there's so much more to life than that. There really is. It's just I would encourage anyone to do it as long as they have a vision.
0: <laughs> so vision-wise, mm-hmm. uh, could you elaborate on what your vision is? Yeah, and how you kind of arrived at that vision?
1: Well, my vision is um, well. I wanted to help people out. I know that might sound kind of cheesy or whatever, uh, sure. but no, really, honestly, because I, 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 I see people wanting to create spaces for themselves that look cool and they like and, and they, you know, and they're cool people usually, and um, so I just want to help them along in that regard. At the same time, you know it's nice to make money, but helping the people is more important, and the money will come. And I know again that's cheesy, but it, it's true. I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. It's like if you go with your passion first, then everything else will follow. And um, you know, and I, I just love you know people want to talk me talk to me about different clients and what their house look like and yeah. all this kind of stuff and. So it's cool when I'm talking to my own friends about sharing that. I try to stop myself, you know, because <laughs> I can get right into it. <laughs> like you got to see this kitchen. I've got some pictures. You got to see this. Yeah. It's like okay, let's get back to you know something else now. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean that my vision was moving forward, helping people out, um, having flexibility in my life, and having the opportunity to really enjoy time too. Mm-hmm. You know, with Dave and. Doing some interesting things, and I and I never had that before. I've been working since uh, my first job, 1975, Woolworths, Young and Queen, and uh, even back then, I mean, it was pretty regimented, you know, for my part-time job serving ice cream, but it <laughs> <that> was hardcore, <laughs> so corporate. Oh, that's it. Um, but anyway, no, you know what? And I did, but I just didn't have, I didn't have the opportunity to have a day off and do this and that, and you know, and. I don't know. This it, is really cool now. Mm-hmm. And and I'm getting to meet a lot of entrepreneurs. Never even really knew. They were always kind of on a a whole different, like it was a whole different group of people and they all kind of get to know each yeah. other and whatnot. And I'm really loving that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Thank like you. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks. <laughs>
0: and yourself too now. Hey, like thanks. you're, you're <laughs> meeting the entrepreneurial you and, oh. and doing well there. And I've got a friend who is in a position that uh, i guess you would have found yourself in prior to launching your own business yeah she is earning good money she's an interior designer uh she's done some freelance but yep. not it's not to the point where the demand on her freelancing skills is sufficient to like make that leap into right. doing her own thing yeah uh she really really wants to and every time i talk to her that's what we talk about like she just wants to do. She wants to go out on her own, and my advice has always just been like, just, just do it. Yeah. What are What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I think you would need to do a bit of homework too. I th- for sure. Oh yeah. And get a feel for where new clients and new business can come from, and go for it. Like for example, you joining. You're in the chamber. You're a chamber member, mm-hmm. and uh, I did that too. And it, yeah, and you've got to do the networking and like think about that and think are you comfortable doing that and if you're not you've got to come up with a way to to kind of go that route without doing that if you can I don't know how you would do it and uh, because it's a combination of a lot of things but you I think you definitely have to do your homework
0: Mm -hmm. and networking is a specific dance like it's it's not uh it's not intuitive by any means I don't think and no one ever really taught any of us how to network i don't think either right we all just found our own way of doing it yeah and the way that i found works for me is just to go to these events with yeah. the intention of trying to meet people and have fun yes and if that's all i accomplish, then it's a success
1: yes yeah
0: i used to when i was new to networking go and try to uh like from a business-minded standpoint try to like identify clients and make progress that way and right. that was totally not working. Yeah,
1: ever. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think it needs to be more casual. Um, cuz it, it was funny cuz yesterday here I am I'm, I just want to meet people and it, everything evolves from there. Yeah. Cuz they, they they'll think, "Yeah, I would like, I would like to do business with them." But we had one person yesterday who I know and I've done business with, but she had she's got a kind of a new venture that she's starting and she was a little aggressive with it and I found that unfortunate because people were leaving the table Yeah, it's and pretty I think off-putting. if you can introduce yourself first and get to know them a little bit like the relationship's really important it's not just business, it's mm-hmm. a relationship too and I mean you're not going to be best friends with everyone you you network and, and do business with but you should like doing business with them, you know what I mean? And then get to know them a little bit and then you know, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. But, yeah, I, you don't want to go in with the end result in your mind only. It can't, it doesn't work that way. People see through it for yeah, sure, I absolutely. think. Yeah, absolutely. The
0: whole, like, bullshit radar is yeah, just, yeah, it's we're like, all oh really finely tuned yeah, for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah, baking in some, some genuine interest in what yeah. the other person is yeah. about, I think, is, like, probably my number one piece of advice for someone who's new to networking. Oh, just for like, sure find out what they're passionate about yeah. and try to talk about that because you're going to learn more talking about what they're passionate about than Absolutely. telling them what you're passionate That's about. That's right. you know what you're passionate about.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. And I have learned a lot about business in general. Uh, I mean, I have over the years, but more recently, it's like if I talk to people, I you know, it's to find out what they do and how we all connect. And, you know, some of them even... Con- Complaining about things too and listening to that. Mm-hmm. I try not to too much, not with a lot of people because so they don't want to hear it. But I mean, yeah. I will listen to other people because then I can learn from that. And yeah. Think, oh, yeah. Okay. I can understand that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and not ever do that right. so that we don't get that result, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> Great. Well, <laughs> I think. Uh we're we're at the bottom of our beers here, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I should probably let you get ready for Aruba. <laughs> but, um, before before I do, I'd like to thank you again for being on the show and, oh, thank and you. Close out with my final question, which is, if you were mayor of Peterborough for yes. one day, you can make one permanent change. What would it be?
1: One permanent change?
0: You can do anything you want.
1: Oh, regardless
0: of budget.
1: Just, uh, you know. I would say. Maintain or create more walkways and parkland. Okay. I don't know. It's weird, but I just... We have a lot, but... And and, and uh, walkability downtown. Okay. Safe walkability. Okay. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Righto. cheers. O. And enjoy cheers! your vacation.
1: Cheers.
0: <laughs> For the listeners, you can Google Birchview Design. You can also look up Nancy Nichols' work on Facebook and anybody who is uh, interested can also like and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes till the next one. Thank you very much. Good night.